Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the Scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Verse 14, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven. Now he's planting the stars and all that. To divide the day from the night. Well, I thought he already did that. Well, oh, you're talking about over here in uh, verse 5. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. The evening and morning were the first day. Yeah. So why did he do it there and say he created it here? Remember, his glory is the light. His glory is the light. He's going over the whole earth. That's why it says the Holy Spirit was, was over the spirits of the, you know, upon the face of the waters. As he's going around this side, it's dark on this side. He go, comes back around this side, it's now dark on that side. Over here... His presence, remember in Revelation, uh, it says there's no need for the sun or moons because Jesus is the light, right? His presence is the light. That comes back to the point of creation. His presence, the glory is the light. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Now here he's creating the physical lights, the sun and the moon and the stars. Verse 14. Let them be for signs, for seasons, for days, and for years. Let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. God said, let there be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night. And God said, let them be for signs and for seasons, for days and years. That's how do we track our calendars? doesn't matter which type of calendar you want, the Jewish calendar, Muslim calendar, uh, Roman calendar, Greek, whatever. They use the sun and your the earth's 584 to 600 million mile trip around the sun, right? That's what we base our calendar on. The seasons are upon the position of the earth in those different four different quadrants on earth's trip around the sun. The Days and nights are on the earth's rotation as we make that trip around the sun. So that's how we tell time. That's how we tell seasons. That's how we tell years. Which is exactly what God said here in verse 14. Let them be for seasons, for days, and for years. Let them. Now God's still speaking here. God said... Let the lights in the firmament of heaven, not God's heaven, but outer space, the second heaven. Remember, we already talked about the third heaven, which is the atmosphere of earth. We're talking now about the second heaven. God said, let them be for lights in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth. And here we see the sun, the moon, the stars. And it was so. 
God, verse 16, God made two great lights. He made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. That's the sun and the moon. And he made the stars also. The, the larger suns than what we have. But they were placed, Psalm says they were placed where God wanted them to be. There's an important thing I want to hear as we close on, on day three here. But God set them. Here we go. God set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth. He set them. He has, let's say, uh, a sun as big as the tip of your pinky finger. And he says, this is going to be the greater light for the earth. And then he has a sun that's going to be you the know, size of your thumb. He says, I'm going to make this a bright light, but I'm going to put you way over here. And then there's this sun about the size of a basketball. And he's like, man, this thing is huge. I'm going to put you a little bit farther away, way over there. He set everything where he wanted it to be. I'm going to come back to this as we get ready to close. And I'm going to give you something that is absolutely astounding. But he set them. Where is it here? God set them in the firm of the heaven to give light to the earth. Verse 18, to rule over the day, which is the sun, to rule over the night, which is the moon, to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. The evening and the morning were the fourth day. Remember I talked about Dr. Carl Ball. He said that before Noah's flood, when that sealed moisture atmosphere was, it provided... Uh, blanket to protect us from the cosmic radiation. And because of this firmament, it actually, as the other lights, you know, you could, light is energy. And as this energy from all these different light sources, the sun, the moon, and the stars were coming into the earth, it actually vibrated this water and created music. There was a harmonious music in the atmosphere. Godly music, heavenly music that man just experienced when we get to day six and man's created. But, and that's what they lived with up until the point of the flood. This great source of music it's just, and I'm talking about rock and roll stuff. And I'm not talking about, you know, uh, what you would hear if you visited a monastery. Just godly music that can't even be explained because after the flood, we've never experienced it again. All right? But that's the perfection of creation that God created. And he did it all by speaking the word. God said it was so and it was good. You notice that each and every day it starts with, and God said, then towards the end it says, and it was so, and it always finishes with, it was good. Hallelujah. And that was the evening and the morning the first day, the evening and the morning of the second day, the evening and the morning of the third day, and we just finished the evening and the morning of the fourth day. Folks, 
I hope you're getting a lot out of this. I'm enjoying sharing it with you and things that I've learned over the years. And I just want you to understand the same God who did all of this, who created all of this, as we've been studying, the same creator loves you so much that he gave Jesus to die in your place. No greater love than this, that a man would die for his friends. Jesus did that. He was their rabbi. They were his disciples. He was responsible for training them in all the ways of his yoke. That's, and if you missed that, go back and look up my study on the Samika of Jesus. But there came a point in time when he said, I'm not calling you servants any longer. I'm calling you friends. Friends. And when he died, he died for his friends. He died for those disciples, but not just them, but he also said, for all who you shall be sharing this gospel with also. He calls you a friend. But when he died, he was no... I got like one minute left. When God sent his only begotten son into the earth. Go back to the example I gave with the wheat. Jesus said, a grain of wheat cannot fall into the earth and bring forth fruit unless it dies. When it dies, it will sprout back up and bring forth an abundant harvest, more fruit in itself and more seed and all that. God sowed himself as his only begotten son who came into this earth, lived a sinless life, life died a sinner's death, and he died and was buried. He was planted and rose again, not as the only begotten son of God. When he rose from the dead, he came up as the firstborn among many brethren. Praise God. That's shouting ground right there. Amen. He died as the only begotten son of God, but when he rose again, just like when you plant a kernel of wheat, it does not come up as that same kernel of wheat. It comes up with many seeds. It comes up in a completely different appearance until the grain is ripened and then you harvest the grain. Point being, he was planted as the only one. But when he came up, he came up as the first one. And now there's a second one and a third one and a 200 millionth one and our number's in there somewhere, praise God. If you have never received Jesus as your Savior, this is your day and your time right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, save me, praise God. Save me, Lord. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. I thank you for coming into my heart. I thank you for my salvation. I thank you, Jesus, for all that you do for me that I may live for you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Praise God. That's all the time we have for today. Join us next time as we continue our walk through the Bible. I 
my Bible study, verse by verse, walk through the Bible. Let's pass the Bible by me. Be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.